Jesus, we set our gaze on you again this morning. God, I thank you that this morning has been filled of testimonies of your faithfulness, of your greatness and of your mercy, and how not just this morning, but year after year after year of each one of our lives, you have shown yourself as the Lord God merciful, as the faithful one who does not leave us or forsake us. You've shown yourself as the one who has overcome every mountain to win our hearts with mercy. You've shown yourself as the one who is stronger than anything we face, whose love is stronger than death, as jealous as the grave. And we honor you today. We come before you not seeking our own reputation or name, but to give you glory, worthy King Jesus. In this room, would you find in us friends of the bridegroom who tarry with you an hour, who weep with you as you weep, who laugh with you as you laugh, who rejoice as you rejoice and mourn as you mourn. Jesus, in this five minutes or however long you do what you want to do, we are looking for more than more than vain words. We want your heart. If we leave without touching your heart, friend, we leave without accomplishing anything. So Jesus, right now in this moment, would you give us your heart? We incline our ear to heaven, where we see you inclining your ear to us. And we say, what are you saying, King Jesus? What are you praying, great intercessor, that we may join with you? Come and have your way. just I think we're just meant to focus on his mercy I am I can't get away from that at the moment that uh, that when we had nothing to give he gave everything and that though he owes us nothing he chooses to give us mercy And I think until we come to the revelation of our depravity, we cannot come to the revelation of how great his mercy is and how great his worthiness is. And it sounds really awful, but I've been struck this week again and again with, I am an awful human being. (laughs) My own weakness and sin scares me, but it brings me to a place where I am undone with his kindness and his mercy and how he comes again and again and again and he covers us with love that covers a multitude of sins. And when we don't even look his way, he is shouting at us, I gave everything to have you, I want you, you're mine. And he comes in with a rush of mercy and grips a heart with the only thing that can, which is mercy. Because a heart that is one with mercy is in the tightest grip possible. When you've realized that you've been bought with a price and someone has actually died the death that you were meant to die, it's like, okay, I'm yours. 
and I've been, it's so, it's kind of cliche to me because I've been at IHOP so long, but I, I don't want to become familiar with the story of Mary of Bethany who went and gave everything and broke the jar that was worth, we even sang it this morning, I was like, yeah, you really are speaking this to me, of how I'm just, I can't get away from the disciples, the very ones who had been even journeying with Jesus, like real God in the flesh, stood around in that moment and said, what are you doing? (laughs) Why the waste? Why are you giving everything? Do you know how many people that could feed? Do you know how many lives that money that you are just pouring out on him could touch? And she just gave it all and washed his feet with her tears because she touched something. And what I love is that it goes on to say, this gospel will be remembered. That that is actually part of the gospel. That that saints giving in extravagance to Jesus because they've caught a glimpse of his worthiness is actually part of the gospel. And just as she was actually anointing Jesus for his death because she'd actually listened, because she'd actually touched his heart, even the disciples around him hadn't clucked yet, oh, this is actually the Son of God and he's actually going to die. She had. And just as, as Jesus was on that cross, smelling the fragrance of a devoted woman, saying, I can't, it's worth it. There was, even just for one, it's worth it. So can we go to that place where we anoint Jesus for his second return. How when he splits the sky, I can actually, with my prayers, get to a place where he can smell my prayers when he splits the sky. Because this gospel will be remembered. What this woman has done will be told for generation to generation to generation. Will what I've done be told from generation to generation to generation? Not what I've done in how many countries have I been to and how many people have I spoken to and what is the biggest crowd that I've stood in front of, but what have I done in terms of how much of myself have I poured out on his feet because I've figured out that he's worth it to me. Are we willing to bear the stigma of everyone around us and you're wasting your life? But our response, have you not seen him? Have you not heard him? Don't you know him? Isn't he worth it? Oh, that his worthiness would be something that we so understand that it's like nothing is too big to give him because he's given everything to us. And it's mercy that does it. She was gripped by this man who in a word had changed her life, had set her free. This man who had literally walked into her life of brokenness and come with compassion, come with love and covered her and ministered to her as a woman who no one else cared about. This one had fixed his eyes on her and made her feel known and loved 
And from that place where our heart was gripped in mercy, her response was, let me give everything. <laughs> I don't know. I've just had this thought going around in my head, and I don't know if it's true. This is completely a theory, but there's verses that speak of Jesus when he comes back smelling of cassia. And there's also verses that show that our prayers are incense that smell really good. (laughs) And so I like to think that every time I connect with his heart, a fragrance is released that will be remembered forever. Every time I say in the name of Jesus and I connect with who that man is and what he does and what his will is and how his love comes and covers and Every time I let him take a bit of me and die to the self again, that that fragrance release will be remembered forever because even a cup of cold water given in his name will not be forgotten. Father, we come to you today with thanksgiving in our hearts. And we look upon that cross. We look upon mercy now to the cross and we just say thank you and we just ask God for more revelation of your mercy grip our hearts once again Jesus take our hearts teach us what it means to be desperate to know you teach us what it means to lay everything down Lord tell us what we have to lay down what we have to give up Jesus we say that you are worth everything Lord Mark our hearts even now. We don't want to go home the same and have the same Sunday afternoon that we always have. We don't want to have the same week that we always have. We want to encounter you daily, hourly, Jesus. We want to encounter your mercy. We want to fall in love with you all over again. So come and mark our hearts. Come and encounter us, Jesus. We say we have a desperate need to know you. We have a desperate need to know your mercy. So come and show us again. And right now we just lift our eyes up to heaven. We lift our eyes up to you, God, and we say that it is all about you. No longer will we be self-centered and selfish, but we will look upon the one who gave it all. And we will say, have it all, Jesus. Wreck us with your mercy. Wreck us with your mercy. Jesus, we want to be broken by your love. Thank you, Jesus. We say we love you. Come and have your way.